And if you're joining us on 87.7 FM this morning, or maybe you're on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, or if you're listening to us on one of the podcasts, or if you're in this beautiful sanctuary this morning, uh, the same messages to you all. Good Sunday morning, church. And happy Memorial Day weekend as we celebrate Memorial Day tomorrow uh, to honor those men and women who have fallen in the line of duty uh, serving this great nation. Uh, there's no nation like the United States of America. So God bless those who have uh, paid the ultimate price for our freedom. Because of their ultimate sacrifice, we're able to assemble in this place this morning. And what a blessing that is. Uh, just a few announcements for you. I'm assuming that uh, Miss Cindy has them up above. 10 o'clock at the cemetery tomorrow. Uh, and then I believe at 11 o'clock at Omard. Tuesday morning Bible studies at Liebler's. Uh, men's breakfast is Saturday at the Horseshoe Grill. Uh, nothing like eating breakfast at the shoe. So if, if you're a man and you haven't ventured out to that yet, uh, we invite you to join us. Uh, Eldon always has a great opportunity for us to have great fellowship. Any announcements from anyone else this morning? Then let's join our hearts. Say that again. No Bible study on Tuesday morning. Uh, mother must still be up north. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I, I could probably let you guys in your house, but they, they might not appreciate that. I haven't always been a pastor, you know. <laughs> Let's join our hearts in prayer this morning. Savior, thank you for the beautiful morning. The blue sky and the sunshine, the sun is starting to heat up the earth. We thank you for the freedom that we have in this great nation. Even the freedom to assemble in this building this morning. Thousands and thousands have fought for freedom and laid their life down. This weekend we celebrate them. Tomorrow we honor them. All over this nation, folks will be gathering at cemeteries tomorrow. There'll be American flags at so many graves. But Father, we need to be reminded of those servicemen and women who their grave was the bottom of the ocean or in a jungle somewhere where they were never found and brought back home. Father, help us to remind generations to come about Memorial Day. We invite your Holy Spirit into this worship service this morning, Father. Because ultimately, ultimately, it's about you. It's about the living Christ. So breathe fresh wind into us and let our light shine. We praise you and we thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Are you going to do uh, what you said if there weren't kids? There are kids. So are you going to do Young Disciples now? or Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Are there any more kids in the house? Then we'll move on to joys and concerns. Share joy. 
or praise? Yeah. Welcome, welcome, Shirley. Thank you for bringing nicer weather with you. Any other joys this morning? He's he's on his way. Yesterday we spent the day with Mike's brother that's dying of cancer. And all his brothers and sisters made it. We had a picnic out in his backyard, and we got to spend a little time with him, and it was a great day. But he still needs our prayers. Amen. Remind me of his first name, Pat. It's a hard name to remember. Um, I'm Jenny, and this is my sister, Patty. I'm the Michigan sister. Patty's the Florida sister of, of Shirley. I just want to thank you all for your continued love and support for Mom over these last years. I wasn't, wasn't going to do this, but we thank you, and we're going to miss you all. Mom appreciates every single one of you, all your love and your prayers, your cards and your support. And she will definitely miss you as she moves to Florida in a few weeks. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You got two down front, Eldon. I'm looking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just thankful somehow I made it here with four kids. I mean, I got them all ready. I had, I've had them all weekend. And I'm still in one piece, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a joy that my granddaughter Brittany and her new husband Tyler were finally able to have their wedding celebration after being postponed several times during the pandemic. And it was a beautiful downsized service and reception, but it was absolutely perfect. So God's blessings to both of them. Amen. As always, I'm thankful for Fred and Gwenny getting along. Gwenny's doing fine after her surgery. Um, trying to keep her on a leash, though, and not running is kind of tough. She's a beast. Um, I, I walked 2,644 steps this morning. Before I had my second cup of coffee, so there you go. Um, also, we need prayers uh, for Cody Ryder. He's finally going to maybe find out what's going on. He's gastrointestinal and oncologist doctors this week, so need prayers. Thank you. Amen. I'll buy that white chair. <laughs> um, I heard from Ed this morning, and he's on a motorcycle excursion with his friends, and he asked for prayers for safety today. So I already, I already gave him a big prayer, but he needs some more. My neighbor, Merle Engel, came through his open-heart surgery fine. Uh, he's in a lot of pain and still needs a lot of prayers. Thank you. See the one we met downstairs? And if you haven't heard the word yet, the, uh, Gino is home, uh, and his wife has an invitation for anybody that wants to drive by on Tuesday. That they'll have him port... Uh, on the porch, so you can stop by and beep or throw an orange at him, whatever your <laughs> desire is. I didn't say what time. I don't know if we've gotten to concerns yet, but I'm gonna share some concerns. The first one is my oldest son, Danny, uh, has shingles, and he also has is having quite a bit of problems with his lungs. Um, and Margaret Beers, she has, has had some really bad episodes of high blood pressure. And Mert Cohen has broken bones in her right hand. So they all need our prayers. 
Yeah, I'll, I just want to say that we're going to miss Shirley McMahon, too. She's been a very active part of our women's society in our church, and so we just wish her every good luck and blessings. Okay. Is there anyone else? Let's join our hearts in prayer then. And just for a moment, try to clear your mind. May the Father calm our nerves. Where do we begin? Let's begin by thanking you, Lord Jesus, for your unfailing love. Even times when we're not so lovable, you welcome us just how we are. Lord, we rejoice that uh, Shirley's moving to a warmer climate. But we're sad also. She's been such a part of this church. But thank you for her teachings to us. Lord, a variety of situations this morning. We lift up Pat as he struggles with cancer. And we lift up Aunt Diane as she struggles with cancer. We lift up Cody. We lift up Danny and the physical issues that he's having. Father, we lift up Margaret and her blood pressure. Merton broken bones in her hand. Cindy and a pinched nerve in her neck. The other Cindy with pinched nerves in other places. We live in a land where open heart surgery is available. We lift up Merle to you. Father, thank you for allowing Gino time to come home. We lift up he and Leslie to you. As Detroit, or as Michigan Annual Conference begins shortly, we lift the conference up to you, Father. We lift up those who will receive new appointments. Father, early this morning in Miami, there was another mass shooting. Two have died and 20 others have been shot. Father, help us and show us how to change the heart of evil men. And maybe it just starts with us sharing more love. Unconditional love. Thank you for technology working this morning. I want to give a shout out to uh, State Police Officer Trevor and thank him so much for the ticket.
but thanking him for wearing the badge and serving the communities. And all those who don the badge and wear the pistol did help protect the innocent. We lift up our mayor and our city council and the plans that are being formed for Brown City Days. Be with those who are away from the church this morning. And Father, thank you for what joy a dog can bring into one's life. Hear us this morning, Father, as we pray your prayer, as we pray our Father. There's still a few moments as one of these beautiful ladies play for you to bring up your tithe and your gifts. Many of you have already done that. for that. Father, thank you for the blessing of these two men and others who will faithfully serve you and are always faithful to serve you on Sunday morning. And they gather the tithes and the gifts and the offerings and we lay them at the foot of the cross asking your abundant blessing upon them. Multiply it to be your church. We praise you and we thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Please be seated again. We, we have a little dilemma with you, though, that you're not aware of. Remember two weeks ago when you played the anchor holds? Only this side of the church could hear it. So this side of the church, they said they couldn't hear it real well. So when we get a new thing here, because you're looking into that, right? Maybe we'll do it, you'll do it again so this side could hear it. Because this side got a really good blessing. And this side, well, SOL.
Young disciples. No. No. Whatever you're doing. A little confused this morning. We are going to have um, junior church after taps, but this is something that I feel very strongly about. It's about Memorial Day. What is Memorial Day about? Memorial Day was once called Decoration Day. It's a day for honoring and mourning, mourning the military personnel that have died in the performance of their military duties while serving in the United States Armed Forces. On the first Decoration Day held on May 20th, 1868 at Arlington Cemetery where 5,000 people came and honored and mourned and then decorated the graves of the 20,000 Union and Confederate soldiers who had lost their lives in the Civil War. May 20th was picked because it was not an anniversary of any particular Civil War battle. When honoring and mourning our fallen, fallen military, there are five things in which we should not do. One, do not wish anyone a happy Memorial Day. This is not Christmas. Memorial Day was not founded in joy with the promise of bringing glee each year. Don't thank the current troops. troops. And some of you may not think that's correct. Just think about that. Don't thank the current troops. Don't disregard the importance of this day. Don't forget it exists. Don't let politics keep you from rendering respect. Politics didn't die. A person did. Memorial Day is a day to honor and mourn those that are gone. But it's also a day to show that their sacrifice is not forgiven. Memorial Day. Thank you. Nice, thank you. Well, I can never hear taps without getting all teary-eyed. When I served the uh, Akron United Methodist Church, there was a Vietnam veteran named Dan. Dan stepped on a landmine in Vietnam. And it didn't kill him, but it paralyzed him awful bad. And he was in a wheelchair for probably 20 some years. And he gave me hope because he always came to church. Never missed a Sunday. Wheeled himself in his wheelchair. During a blizzard, he'd wheel himself to the church in his wheelchair. Didn't matter what the weather was. If he was in a hurry, 
He always went backwards in his wheelchair. For some reason, he was able to go faster. I had the privilege to do his memorial service in a cemetery in Bay City, Michigan. There were four of us. And when we laid him to rest, for some reason that day, the United States Air Force were flying jets overhead. And as I laid his urn into the ground, these three jets came overhead. And then the bugler played taps. And I thought, I don't know where his family's at. I don't know if he had family. But that moment was a great honor, in my opinion, for that Vietnam veteran. I've always struggled somewhat with Memorial Day weekend. It's a big party for a lot of folks. They can go to the beach house, they can go here, they can go there, and a lot of folks have no idea what tomorrow is all about. But I'll get on that soapbox another time. Scripture this morning comes out of John's Gospel. I want to share a message from God for you this day. The 11th chapter, starting with verse 6, 17. You've probably heard this text not long ago, but that's okay. When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in the grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem, and many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd only been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Yes, Lord, she told him. I've always believed that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. The word of God for the people of God. So my question to you is, do you believe? Jesus said, your brother will rise again. Do you believe that he is a resurrection in life? Over my 25 years in ministry, I have come to the conclusion that there's worse things than dying. Suffering. How the human body can suffer and endure the way that it does. And we can go to the hospital, we can go see our doctors, and my experience with doctors through all of my uh, physical issues is that when you see this doctor, he's going to send you to see this doctor. And that doctor is going to send you to see this doctor. And you're going to have this test. And then you're going to have that test. And then you're going to have this test. And sometimes... We get help, sometimes we don't. 
But how is it with your soul this morning? See, Karen and I had just spent a few days up taking care of Aunt Diane again. Like every three weeks, we go up and we pull a shift to uh, watch her. And these last couple of days were really different than it was three weeks ago. When we left three weeks ago, we thought maybe uh, she would die. And that's been my prayer. Lord, call her home. No more suffering. So when we get there, anticipating the worst, here she's sitting up in a chair reading a newspaper. And it's like, how can this be? When I visited her the last time, and we came home that evening and we had to deal with the dog situation, I thought, how can this be? We, we didn't have to babysit her this time. We were able to have communication and conversation. And then we leave and I wonder, what will it be like next time? I prayed over and over in the last four months that she would die because it's so hard to see someone that you love suffer. The good news is that uh, she's a born again believer. So I know when she takes her last breath, she's gonna see Jesus face to face. And each Sunday we gather and each Sunday the prayer list grows and new names are added to it. And we so want our loved ones to get better. I want people in my life to be saved. I want them to know without a doubt that when they take their last breath, they're going to see their Savior face to face and an account of their life. The good things and the bad things. So I was a bad boy this weekend. I got a ticket from a young state police officer because I was anxious. Wait until you hear what I did. I was going 40 miles an hour forever. And he came to a stop. And I went around on the gravel around him. You know you don't pass on that side of the road. I know I don't pass on that side of the road. God bless him. See, sometimes we do things because we're anxious. We're in a hurry. We're not thinking clearly. We're only worried about us. And then we get this reminder that there's some things we're not supposed to do. Yet I can pray for this young trooper this morning. I have an issue that they hide in the bushes. I do have an issue with that. But that's okay. It's not about me. Well, it will be about me Tuesday morning when I call the court <laughs> and find out how my fine is. And you know what that does for me? Wonders. About 35 years ago, I tried to outrun the state police. I've mentioned that here before. I've mentioned Blue Nun was a lady state police officer's name in the community. And she ran me down. I was wrong. 
I'm a sinner. You're sinners. We're born into sin. But how we choose to walk our journey is what's important. I stumble. Maybe you stumble. But I know the one who upholds me no matter what. That loves me unconditionally no matter what. I've got to bring it a little closer. I did go to the eye doctor this last week and uh, I'm just a couple points away from this, this eye needing surgery. So if you see me like this, it helps me see better. But I'm up here like this. And I, I like listening to Karen tell people, well, he's blind and he can't hear anyways. <laughs> First Kings 8 and 46. There is no man that sinneth not. We're all sinners. Born into sin. And then Psalm 14, 3. They're all gone aside and they're all together filthy. There is none that do good, no, not one. Scripture says there's no, not one that does good. Only Christ. But then in Romans 3 and 23, this gives me hope and I want to reassure you that it can give you hope that Scripture says all have sinned. So it's not just me. Isn't it good to know that you know that your pastor's not the only sinner in the place? That would encourage me if I was you. And it encourages me knowing that you're sinners too. But do we have hope? We have hope because of Jesus Christ. And he freely went to the cross. And he died for me and he died for you. That we might have life. Eternal life. It goes on to say that man is born in a corrupt nature, which is true. Behold, I shape an iniquity even in your mother's womb. I think everybody born, we, we, they can't help it that they're born into a sinful nature. It says so in scripture. But this is the good stuff now, I think. An old familiar text. John 3.16. Beautiful words. For God so loved the world. If you are a part of the world, then God loves you. Do you love him? Do you serve him? Do you honor him? Do you recognize him? When I think of love, I'm going to pick on Jason and Dr. Jim and Tammy for a minute. Inside of her cell phone, there's a whole lot of love. It's a picture of Jason and his new dog. There new dog and the joy on that man's face when that dog is right here is priceless my cousin Todd has a Rottweiler and the dog doesn't even like Todd Loves Jody, but doesn't like Todd. And when the dog wants his attention, the dog will go to the money drawer. Some people have lots of money. 
Todd's got money drawers. The dog can open up the drawer, grab a stack of $100 bills, and go lay down next to Todd and start chewing on the $100 bills. He wants attention. I think maybe God wants our attention. We thought maybe when they bombed the World Trade Center some years ago that that would change America. It may have for only a moment. I think when this COVID-19 virus first started that some people thought that this is a message from God. I don't think it really sunk into people's minds. But see, God doesn't send us bad messages because our God is about love. And our God gives us hope. And our God gives us strength. And our God gives us a future. And our God's promises never change. And one of the promises I like best is that I will never leave you or forsake you, is what he tells us. And that's encouraging to me, that whatever my struggle might be today, you know, it, it must have got cold here for a couple of nights, am I right? Because the cucumber plants look like somebody walked all over top of them. I think they got cold. Remember, was it last Sunday I told you about getting on my knees and praying for my potato plants? To God be the glory. All of a sudden there's potato plants everywhere. You, you, you might think I'm a nut job when I tell you that I prayed for the cucumber plants. I'm okay with that. But I know there's power in prayer. Because I prayed for them yesterday afternoon. And then I put them all in the garage. And when I went out to see them this morning, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. So they're back outside now. Have you talked to the Father lately? And it's real simple. The way... Well, not the way her and I talk to each other on Sunday morning, because that gets a little wacky sometimes, but all we have to do is talk to him, and he listens. He died for me and for you, and he gives us hope. Pretty soon, on the 27th, I believe it is, of June, which is a Sunday afternoon, we're going to gather and we're going to celebrate the life of Evelyn and Clarence Chenals. Shane Halls. How do you say it, Kim? Chenals. And, and I look forward to that day. They're gone on to glory. Many have gone on to glory this last year. We did a Wednesday night thrift store. That's turned into a good thing, Carol. And this lady comes in and she does her shopping. And I, can I help you carry your stuff? No, no, I got it. I says, well, let me open the door for you. So I go to open the door, she's carrying her bags. And she says to me, I have a picture of you on my cell phone. <laughs> I says, oh, really? You and Clarence, she said. The day you two are serving communion together. She says, you know, he loved you. She was one of his caregivers who recently came back from Florida. And she says, you know, I used to take him for a drive 
and you always had to go by your house because you're going to love this one, Rob. He could not figure out why somebody liked rocks as much as you do. And every time we came by, the rock pile seemed to grow. But she said, he loved you. And I said, I loved him. And the bond that we had was because of Jesus Christ. Without that, we may not have had that bond. I don't know where you all are at in your Christian journey. If you're like me, you need a little help. Because I need a little help on my journey. I don't know who it was the other day that told me, oh, it might have been Mary Lou. She said, well, that's not real pastoral. So I'm glad that more people are watching out for me and helping me along my journey. But we need each other. I don't care if you're the oldest one in the sanctuary or the youngest one in the sanctuary. We need each other in this journey. This world is rough. Wasn't there an old Johnny Cash song? This world is rough, and if a man's going to make it, he's got to be tough. That's why I went and named you Sue. Remember a boy named Sue? Because sometimes this journey is rough. But you know what? I know that I'm a child of the Most High God. And you're a child of the Most High God. And Scripture says no weapon formed against you will prosper. That gives me hope, and that gives us hope. That in the midst of all this chaos... The king is still on the throne. It's well with my soul. I pray that it's well with your soul. Join me in prayer. Father, I ask your Holy Spirit to Descend upon Shirley and strengthen her body and quicken her spirit. Father, that you make plans for whatever needs to be done in their life to make her transition to Florida peaceful. And thank you for what she has done here for us. Great is her faithfulness. Father, I lift up those Memorial Day celebrations tomorrow on those men and women who play taps and those who speak. Let us never forget. But Father, let us never forget the one who paid the ultimate sacrifice, Jesus Christ. There's freedom in this nation but there's freedom when Christ Jesus is our Savior we praise you and we thank you Father Amen my country tis of thee Tis of the sweet land of liberty of the I sing, land where my father died, land of the pilgrim pride from every mountainside, let freedom ring my native and of the noble free, I name my love. Rocks and rills and rills, thy wood and temple hills, I know the rapture 
above Let music swell The breeze and ring from all the trees Sweet freedom song Let mortal tongues awake Let all that breathe partake Let rocks their silence break the sound prolong our father's God to thee author of liberty of thee we sing may our land be bright with freedom's holy light protect us Father, we just thank you for the freedom and the privilege we have to assemble in your house. Thank you that this is the day the Lord has made and we have an opportunity to rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Savior. And God bless you, church, and God bless America. Amen. Amen.